hidden in a conch shell. She retrieved it in trembling fingers and jammed it into the lock. The back door opened into the kitchen. Jack! Jack! She ran through the hall, slipping as she rounded the corner. Dim light came from a globe held aloft by a bronze nude. Jack! Her feet thudded up the stairs. Jack, get up! His door swung open, and Jack came out in old hiking shorts. I'm up. What in the name of God's little angels is going on? He was pulling a faded green T-shirt down over his belly. His eyes were puffy, and his big sandy mustache was turned up on one end, down on the other. There's a man by the fountain, on the path. Oh, my God, Jack, he's dead. I heard Buddy barking, and I went to see... Diane steadied herself on Jack's shoulder. And there was a man lying on the ground. I think he's dead. What do you mean, dead? I mean not breathing, Jack. Not moving. Maybe he's sleeping. No, Buddy's been barking forever. Well, who is it? I don't know. I was afraid to look. Calm down. Jack rubbed his face. My, I wouldn't consider it. Right in my backyard. He's probably asleep. Wait for me downstairs. I'm going to get some shoes on. Do you want me to call the police? No. If you want to be helpful, ma petite, go make some coffee. The door closed. Diane heard a woman's voice. Then Jack's low murmur. A few seconds later, he came out in his old leather boat shoes. The door closed but not soon enough to cut off a view of tangled red hair and a sheet clutched to somebody's breasts. Jack's stern glance admonished Diane for not being downstairs already. At the landing, she whispered, That was Nicky. Shh, you saw nothing, child. He nudged her along. Jack looked out the kitchen window as if the wild landscaping would part and reveal whatever was there. He held aside the curtain with one hand, and with the other twirled the ends of his big mustache into points. I had hoped on this drizzly Sunday to spend the day in the sack. No hope of that now. He dropped the curtain. If my guest ventures downstairs, tell her to stay in the house. I'll go have a look-see. What about the coffee? Of course, start the coffee. Not that I need it after this jolt. Jack pushed open the back door. The dog rose from the mat, and its swaying tail tipped over a beer bottle. More of them littered the porch. The ashtrays were full, and a roach clip lay on a side table. Dead. Dead drunk was more like it. Guests had occasionally been found in the yard, sleeping it off. But not, he had to admit, this time of year. Not with mosquitoes chewing on exposed flesh, and humidity so high one could work up a sweat breathing. The drizzle was turning to rain. Jack touched his thirty-eight snub nose through his pocket. The neighborhood was generally safe, and he didn't expect to see any strangers, conscious or otherwise. But one never knew. Buddy trotted along beside him. The main walkway from the house, paved with old keystone, arrowed to the seawall and a boathouse where Jack kept his fishing boat raised on davits. Stepping stones curved left toward the cottage, and another path meandered through a collection of rare plants and palm trees to the grotto. That had been his cousin Maggie's mad creation. 
She had piled up coral rocks and studded them with tacky Florida souvenirs, then set a bronze manatee on its tail. The sea cow's hippo-like mouth spurted water into a pond where fat carp wove among purple swamp lilies. Jack could hear the splash of water as he took the path under the trellis. It blocked the rain, and intermittent drops spattered onto the keystone. Jack swept a spider web off his face. Then he saw it, a man's legs and feet. White canvas deck shoes with leather laces, khaki pants soiled with dirt and bits of rotten leaves. The rest of the man lay just beyond a clump of elephant-ear philodendron. Hey! Jack knew already, but called out, Wake up! Drops of water fell from the trellis onto a philodendron leaf, which moved slightly, as if shuddering. Buddy whined through his nose. Jack pointed toward the house.